conversations that speak to every color of who you are. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. For some of you, it's welcome back. And for others, it's welcome for the first time. Either way, it is so nice to have you here. It feels so good to be back in the podcast seat again, right here at the very beginning of a brand new season. And I am so excited to bring you these powerful conversations with our upcoming special guests. And listen, let me tell you, they are so great but also to get to share with you what God has been revealing and stirring in my own heart. In fact, just a few moments ago, I just kind of smiled to myself. I just bowed my head in front of this mic to record the podcast episode, and I was thinking about you. And I asked God to breathe His fresh breath on this time. And I'm trusting that these words that I share with you would be His words for you. Life-filled words, spirit-filled words, words that would touch upon exactly what your heart needs at this very moment. This time with you is so special, and it's such a gift to me. I cherish getting to share it with you. So I want to just say thank you for listening today. In this brand new podcast season, I want to take a fresh approach on a journey of discovery, a journey to imagine and see with new eyes to reveal all of the colors of who you are. In this first episode, I'm going to share with you how all of this came to be and why I think it might just actually be the key to the next steps that you are needing to take. Over the last 20 years of life in ministry, I have found that as we all become adults and move through our daily lives, that our identity can get pared down to the roles that we fill. What we do becomes who we are, narrowing us down to only being the person that our roles are requiring of us. And I'm talking about the roles that we all fill each day, vocational roles, relational, even socially. Our current culture, and yeah, even our Christian culture, is really quick to characterize people, choosing from a very limited menu of boxes to put each other in. And the crazy part is that as we go, we start actually believing it about ourselves and kind of wind up living as the stereotype. The next thing you know, boundary lines have been drawn, determining and really limiting the facets of who you are and who you are not. For years now, I've watched women in particular resign themselves to believe that the roles they play and the things that they do should be enough for them. Yet, In moments of quiet honesty, deep down inside themselves, they are feeling like something is still lacking. We've all felt this at one time or another. I know I have. And if you're feeling it right now, 
what I want you to know is that you are not alone because what you are sensing is true. Something is missing and the something missing is you. Many times what we are feeling is missing from our lives is ourselves. More specifically, the full expression of the person God created you and I to be. And the ache we feel is a groaning that's coming from the depth of us, just longing to be heard. There's a verse in the book of Psalms, chapter 42, verse 7. It's very simple, but so profound. And isn't it amazing how it always seems like it's the simple things that really are making the deepest statements. This verse simply says, deep calls out to deep. This verse is believed to be about a calling out from the deepest parts of us for the deepest part of God. It's also believed to be the honest cry of a truth that was discovered by the psalmist David as he began to realize his profound need for the greatness of God that the deep of his need was calling out for the deep of God's fullness. How incredible is that? It's easy to see how true this is because we have all been in a place of deep need before. And so we know that deep need calls for a deep remedy. Now, before that, you start thinking that this is just going to be another self-seeking, self-focused line of thought in an already totally self-absorbed, self-obsessed world, let me share with you why I believe that this is such an important truth. You see, what we are really on a journey to discover here is the full expression of Christ through the full expression of the redeemed you. And let me tell you something, the full expression of Him through the full expression of the redeemed you, is not one or two-dimensional. And it could never be defined merely by the roles that we fulfill in this life or the systems in our culture that we all traffic in. What the full expression of Jesus through the full expression of the redeemed you looks like is in technicolor. It is colorful and vibrant. It has dimension and layers to it. It has so many shades to it. There's no way it could ever be realized living in the black and white boxes that are made for us, which is why I am using the metaphor of colors for this journey of discovery. To live in all of the colors that God designed you to be means to live in the full expression of yourself the you that originated in God. Maybe you've heard me use this example before, but you know, you can't see the glory of a beautiful, sleek, fully grown Mustang horse when it's just standing in the stall or even trotting in those polite little circles in the ring outside the horse barn. No, it's not until you see that gorgeous Mustang in the freedom of a full gallop at full speed. That's when you see the beauty of the full expression of what that Mustang was made to be. I mean, when that magnificent horse is using every muscle and every breath to eat up the ground in front of it, that, that's when you see the glory 
of a Mustang. Living in all of the colors of who God made us to be is really a discovery of God himself in us. It is living out the phrase, Christ in you, the hope of glory. This is really what Jesus came to accomplish through his death, burial, and resurrection. In fact, the book of Hebrews in chapter 2 tells us that he did it to bring many sons to glory. It also says that God made us a little lower than the angels and that he crowned us with glory. So you see, this isn't like a self-seeking mission. This is a mission of the highest order. It is the preparation necessary to pray the words of Isaiah, here am I, send me. Because you can't really say here am I until you are aware of who you are. And you can't know who you are without asking the one that made you. As children, we are asked over and over, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the answers, of course, are always centered around, you know, what we're going to do. But the bigger picture that we are talking about here is what we are becoming and the necessity to keep becoming. Now, as in all things in life, there really is a give and take to this process that I'm talking about. And here is what I mean. Committing to this discovery will bring a vibrant aliveness to your days, but it also takes a real bravery. It's bravery because it's hard to personally commit to living in an awareness that may cause you to have to confront some difficult things about yourself, but it is so, so necessary to living in the richness of all of those colors waiting there for you. For example, every time that I have encountered a place where growth has been stunted in my life, then I have to bravely bring myself to the table with God. I have to engage with Him and honestly and humbly ask some questions like, okay, when did I lose myself? Why did I lose my passion? Or where do I go from here? And he's always so faithful to get to me the things that have clouded or muted or faded those colors of who I really am. Through the years, there were times when I was doing what I felt like God had called me to do. But the only difference was that I felt like I was doing it with my eyes closed. Maybe some of you can relate to this. It was really difficult for me to make sense of it because I had started out with such a fire in my belly and I truly wanted to be doing what I was doing. But somehow along the way, it felt like those burning colors were draining out of me. And the flames were like lowering to an ash of all grace. I felt tired, like bone tired. And I knew that I needed rest, but this wasn't just about a good night's sleep. It was more than that. So this is why I understand the bravery that it takes to acknowledge to yourself the truth of where you are really at. And it just requires you to pause and ask why. 
So that's what I did. I began taking a series of these pauses, and it was really more of a discipline, like a habit that I practiced. It started out with just moments during the day and then graduated to longer periods of time as I could take them. It was a choice and an awareness, and it required pauses of myself to become a way of life, the way I did life. They were pauses to check in with the Lord and just acknowledge Him with me and listen to Him speak to me. They were pauses to pay attention to my own heart and what it was feeling. But it was in these seasons that the words of David really became so vividly clear to me. He leads me beside still waters, and He restores my soul. This last year has had some difficult places for many of us, I know, but personally, it required me to have to listen to the words of David more than I ever had before. Just this past year, I had to say goodbye to two of the most precious women in my life. My beloved grandmother, who I've talked about before in previous episodes of this podcast, and also my precious Aunt Jennifer, who I am named after, both moved to heaven just five months apart. Now, thankfully, these goodbyes are not for long because I know that I'm going to see them again, but they are goodbyes for now nonetheless. Both of those women had such a strong place in my life. They were like second moms to me. They were there from my beginning. They were two of my greatest cheerleaders. They were huge influences on me, and they were prayer warriors for me. In dealing with the reality of not having them in my life, this side of heaven, it just set off a greater demand for my heart to get an exhale. I haven't really talked a whole lot about it because I really just needed some time with the Lord. And in His presence, He truly does continue to restore our souls. And honestly, I can say this today with a confidence. He does heal the brokenhearted, and He does comfort those that feel crushed in spirit. God met me with words from heaven, and He gave me precious gifts to walk me through that season. I know so many of you can relate to what I'm talking about. As difficult as some of those days were, they really did run me into the arms of God in a deeper way. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I felt His love flowing even deeper in me. And this is where the Lord really does go to work in this journey of discovery with us. Because the truth is, He continues to be a light in the darkness, and it's that light that takes us out of the gray shadows and allows Him to illuminate the life of His Son in us. And that life of His Son reveals every spectrum of the colors that He designed. And this, I really believe, is what glorious living looks like. So in this podcast season, I am inviting you 
to go on this journey with me. Let's journey together. I am sure we are going to walk some. We'll even run some here and there. And no doubt, we will also have times of just needing to sit a while and wait until he uncovers and reveals more for us to see. All of it is going to take us into a faith-filled expression of our redeemed selves that will bring our life out of the gray and into the technicolor that he dreamed for us to be. I'd like to read something to you, and I want to pray it over you today. It's something that I took from my own prayer journal. The Lord had been dealing with me about how to get things moving in my heart and in my life. And I remember hearing him say, Jen, I want you to start speaking to your day before your day can start speaking to you. So I began starting each day just asking God, all right, what do you want me to speak today before I begin? And he began downloading things to my heart to say. So I would write them down, and then each morning I would just speak them out loud over myself. Well, a few years ago, I actually took all of it and we put them in a devotional. And it is amazing to me how the power of God's spoken word really changes lives. So I want to speak this over you today, and I named it Finding Your True Identity. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, and the new is here. Who you are has everything to do with whose you are. You have to believe the love and receive the love, which tells you who you are. And that love is the ultimate love of your Father God, your creator and redeemer of your life. You are made in His image because you are His. This is what defines you and gives you your true identity. So today, I declare this over you. And maybe if you can, from wherever you're listening, just put your hand over your heart and take these words in. Let them speak to you and bless your spirit. I declare over you that you know who you are. You are exactly who God says that you are. You were created for great things, to do great things. And your best days are upon you. Your life is set apart for purpose. God's description of you is His Word, and His Word is what your heart believes. You are an overcomer, more than a conqueror, and you always win. Let me pray this over you. Father, I ask you right now that you would come into every place where this is being heard and that you would begin to saturate the soil of our hearts with your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I ask you to lead us on this journey of discovery together. Father, that you would bring back the full expression of the life and the passion, all the vibrant colors that you originally created each one of us to be. Father, we are asking you for the full expression of your Son, 
through the full expression of the redeemed people you've called us to be. I ask you, Father, to lead us and guide us through this process by the power of your Holy Spirit, and we take your grace for each day to see what we need to see to become and to change. I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today and choosing to be a part of this journey. I am so looking forward to sharing this podcast with you. And if you'd like to connect further with what I do, visit jentrendale.com. I would love to help you on your journey. And don't forget, you can share this podcast by clicking on the share button. I would love to get this podcast conversation to anybody that needs some encouragement and life-filled words today. So thanks again for listening. I'll see you back here next time. Have a great day.